On November 3rd, our country and her people have a decision to make. It's America's choice. On this final election episode, I will give my final election predictions along with my friend. But first, I have to say this. Your vote is the most valuable thing you have in our democratic republic. Each citizen gets one vote, no matter where you are or how much money you have. We should be so lucky to have this right, and we must not take it for granted. Without a doubt, people are divided and have ideological differences. This doesn't change that we are all Americans. We live together, we work together, we succeed together. We must not forget these truths. I think a certain way, and I support things people agree and disagree with, but that's okay. I will not call into question personal character, morals, or one's huma humanity based on who they support. That's just plain wrong and unproductive for me to do so. Someone is not morally corrupt or repugnant in my eyes merely on their political beliefs. I respect all people and their opinions, and so should you. Exercise your invaluable right to vote. Please. America depends on it. Back, ladies and gents. Yeah, I've been smiling Hiking. like a child. Uh, hey, so I'm excited. Yeah, so we just wrapped up the state by state analysis, which took about two hours. I can't um, believe it. That time flew by. When you said, "Oh, it's been two hours," I was like, "Wow, it's already noon." Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was a good conversation. Good to get uh, back and forth here. Um, so let's go over. We're gonna go over the electoral map as a whole, where we think it will go the campaign strategies, and if either candidate wins, why did they win? Okay, so let's go Texas. Texas, I think, is going red. I think it's going blue. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So wait, should I, should I basically say what, what ones, which ones we have at, at blank right now? So you just... Yeah, the, and, and here, here's the ones that I have blank. I have yeah. Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and North Carolina blank. You have Florida. Uh, Florida, I have I have in the red, and I have and he, here here are the swing states that I have or the, the the battleground states that I have decided. Like I put Texas in the red, I put Iowa in the red, Ohio, F Florida, and Georgia. I put them all in the red, and I put Nevada and Minnesota in the red. So on my map right now. It's actually 233 to 233. Wait, you went Minnesota and Nevada red? No, no, no. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I went Nevada and Minnesota blue. Did I say red? Okay. Yeah, you did. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, I have, <laughs> good, good catch. I have, I have Nevada okay. and Minnesota going blue. Okay. You're, you're uh, like, wow, there's no point even doing the rest. Because yeah. <laughs> Trump good. already won. It's like, all right, well, this, this is a waste of two To be hours. fair, Nevada and Minnesota, I think will be close. I think... I think people are underestimating Trump and Trump from strength and both. I mean, he was in Nevada recently, last weekend. He's in Minnesota this weekend. Um, he actually called out the governor and the AG 
for limiting his rally size, which is interesting. Um, all right, so that leaves us with Maine, second district, Nebraska's first district, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Arizona. Oh, this wait, is a solid uh, we, we, uh, so, so we have the same five? We have Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. Okay. Yes. And then we also have Nebraska's first and Maine's second. I'm going to go off the bat and say Maine's second is going to Trump. He won that by double digits. Mm-hmm. I also think Nebraska is going to Trump. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I gave – just to make it, the math a little bit simpler, um, I gave um, – the Nebraska second to Trump, and I gave the main. It's it's the main second you said, correct? Main. Oh yeah, main second. Yeah, yeah. The I gave the main second to Biden. Really? I did. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, um Akeen, okay. you brought me on because I'm an interesting guy. Yeah. I'm that's honest. why. That's why I'm here. You're wrong, but it's interesting. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. I do think May. I think Susan Collins will pull out a win in the Senate. By the way. Um, Interesting. She's been there for a while. I think she she's defended that seat for a long time. I think Trump visiting Maine the other day did give a boost to his campaign. Mm-hmm. I, although I think there will be some ticket splitting in Maine second, Maine first district. Excuse me, was it Maine Maine second district because of uh, of Susan Collins' uh, hesitance for the Supreme Court nominee among Republican circles. I think that might play a factor, but I think she might still stick it out. Um, yeah, and I, I would just say with with that Senate race, I think Collins has defended it for a while, but I think I think she's going to walk the plank. I think it's over. Ooh, okay. Bold. Why did my map just... Does your map sometimes just like automatically like clears, clears itself? Never, Keen. I try to stay as transparent as possible. I would never clear my map. My map just cleared by like automatically for some reason. Um, all right, so 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 my my map's at two thirty three, two thirty three. Yours is at what two thirty four, two thirty two. Yes, that's what I remember it being. <clears throat> okay, but it's, it's essentially pretty close to the same. Sure, pretty close. So let's um, go right off the bat with where do you think Trump? Do the two states Trump has? Uh, the best shot in is Arizona and North Carolina out of the state. I would, ag- I would agree with that. Yeah. I think the trend at Arizona is going towards Trump, especially since the last three out of the five polls have him winning. The early vote looks great. Republicans have won that state since forever. Um, similar to like Texas, I think it is changing, but I don't think it's the cycle for it to change. Therefore, I'm going to put Arizona in the red column. I am going to agree with that. And, and that's really based on, because I actually do think the Senate seat will change, but even since, yeah. and, you know, we expected things to tighten up, but they t- they've tightened up in the Senate. And I think that Trump is now trending in Arizona. Will that be the case? It depends on who shows up on voting day and every trending, on election trending on day. Twitter? Trending what? on Twitter in Arizona? <laughs> you mean trending? No, no, no. I'm, I'm like in, in, in the polls. In the polls. Oh, okay. I'm not, <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't mean on Twitter. No, but I'm like, <laughs> in terms of who's trending up, I think Trump is generally yeah. trending up all the polls within the margin of error. But at this point, looking at the early voting, 
I think that the I, I, I would I would lean Trump there. Okay, North Carolina. Um, North Carolina is is interesting. Roy Cooper is running for not Roy Cooper. Sorry, no, it's, it's it's Roy it's, Cooper. It's Roy Cooper. Roy Cooper. Okay, for governor. Roy Cooper. Okay, yeah, I thought Roy Cooper was like some some attorney that went to jail or something. <laughs> he, 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 he might be somewhere. He might be. Roy Cooper could be an attorney somewhere that went to jail, but this, this Roy Cooper is the, Does is he the governor. Does that name of... that seems like he just got arrested for something? <laughs> oh, man, let me edit that out. No, I'm really <laughs> <laughs> like, and we're taking that out. <laughs> um, uh, Roy Cooper, North Carolina, running for re-election. It could be a ticket-splitting thing where Martha McSally loses her Senate seat to Mark Kelly in Arizona, but Donald Trump wins Arizona, and it could be Arizona, I mean, North Carolina goes to Trump, but the Republican challenger for governor loses because, as you said, people in North Carolina actually like Roy Cooper. Um, so it's a tough situation. I think that looking at the the mail, the, the early small, the early votes uh, in North Carolina, and looking at the polls, and looking at the history of uh, of where Trump was, as I said, North Carolina is really close in in, in terms of the models party uh, statewide ballot returns. There are forty seven Democrats to Republicans, forty five percent. They had a ten point lead in twenty sixteen. Your argument was that. Um, that as more people vote uh, by mail, their share is going to go down, which is understandable, but I think that's not enough for it to be made up in, in terms of a win. Uh, I do think that North Carolina will go to uh, Republican. What's your stance and reasoning? This is one that I've been going back and forth on for a while. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a tough call because my I want to pick Biden for it, while at the same time, I just think with how close the polling and again the polling is so tough. And when we're because I actually I I don't love where the Democrats are in the polling, but I actually like where they're at in the early returns. Really? Okay. So that being said, right? What's that? Go ahead. Finish. That being said, for right now, and maybe it's partially for argument's sake, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Biden North Carolina. I think it's I think it's more so trending that way. I think there's a lot that he needs to do for it to go his way. But I think I also think it's telling that he hasn't been in North Carolina in a long time. He's been in Minnesota and Pennsylvania and Michigan. That's all. I mean, what, what when was the last time Trump was in North Carolina? I actually I don't know, and that and that actually should play some sort of a few, factor, da- a few days ago. A few days ago. Um, let me look it up. One second. Oh, it was supposed to have one yesterday, uh, a day ago, but he canceled it because of um, bad weather. But he had one. Well, well, he has one today at 1130. Hmm. Oh, no, Vice President Pence has one at 1130 today. Gotcha. I, th- I think Jill Biden was there. On, um, I think a couple days ago. So mm-hmm. regardless, I, I think I think both candidates understand that while North Carolina is important, that they need to be spending their time in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. So right right now, and may, maybe maybe it's a little biased just for argument's sake, but I'm uh, I'll 
I'll give North Carolina. I'll, I'll make a bold prediction. Say Biden. Biden can take uh, w- or will will take mm-hmm. North Carolina. It's interesting because because um, looking at the Trump event schedule, he has one in North Carolina tomorrow, and he has one on Monday. Mm. So there, there you go. Um, uh, we'll see where Biden goes, but uh, that's where Trump is going. And look, um, I would imagine that he won't. I I would imagine that Biden will continue to spend his time in the Rust Belt. So there, yeah. there's a good chance that with with those trips that Trump will will take North Carolina. But at the at this point in time, I I I, I would project North Carolina to Biden. Okay. Um. Let's go. No, I can't. All right. Um. What's next? Let's do the next competitive one is Wisconsin. How do you feel about Wisconsin? Again, it's another close one. Here, here's what I think, and I'm kind of group. Maybe I shouldn't do this, but I'm kind of grouping Wisconsin and Michigan to get Michigan together. I feel like Trump is going to win one of them. My gut feeling is that he's going to win one of those states. I don't know which. He's I think a, the yeah. poll. I think the polling looks better. So, just for me making projections, the polling for me right now looks better for Biden in Wisconsin. So, I um, I would lean Biden Wisconsin right now. Right. So here's the thing: Biden has. It's interesting because in 2016, it was an uphill battle for Donald Trump, the candidate, to break that blue wall. Blue Firewall, which is Wisconsin, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, right? Um, Biden is now is, is in that hot seat where he has to peel off those states. Trump can lose two of these states and still win the election. Two, he could lose two of the states he won and still win the election. He could lose. Um, Biden has to pick up two of them to win. Um, so it's, it's a tough situation he's in. Um, and I think Wisconsin is trending. It's, I think Wisconsin is trending Republican since 2016 on to 2018 and so on and so on. They had a Republican governor. I think the, the, the riots didn't help Democrats a whole lot in Wisconsin. Um, but you're saying it's going towards Biden? I would say based on the polling, and again, in terms of my predictions, I want to, I don't want to because I'm, you know, I'm a Biden supporter, but I just, my gut is telling me that Trump will take one of those two. I don't think he, I don't think Trump takes both of those states. I think the Democrats will take at least one of them. I think it seems more likely at this moment that Biden takes Wisconsin. Okay. So you have... So you, you, you have, um, with, with Biden taking Wisconsin, where are you in the map? Right now, I'm at 258 Biden, 244 Trump. Right. And I'm at 232 Biden, 260 Trump. And I did not allocate Wisconsin to Biden yet or Trump. Um, oh, great. My map just fucking, sorry. <laughs> My map just... Uh, reloaded again. I don't know why it keeps doing It did that. again? So Jeez. Yeah, because it's on my iPad maybe. Uh, so I, I think I think that's interesting. I think I don't think Trump is going to um, win both of them again. 
I think one of them might peel off because um, Joe Biden has basically made this a referendum about Donald Trump. Um, and I think he might be able to peel off um, one of them. So uh, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll go with you. I'll go Wisconsin, go Democrat. Um, I do think that it is trending Republican. Um, but yeah, how, 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 Michigan, what do you have? What do you have? To stick with my original argument, I would go Trump because I think that even though I don't know if he will win both, my argument is, as I just said, is I think that Biden will win at least one of them. And I'm not confident in which one he will win. So in terms of my prediction to get it as the most accurate electoral Mm -hmm. math, and I could see, and here's something I could see, I could see. And what I'll do right now, I would give Trump Michigan, but I could definitely see that flipping, like my prediction flipping between Michigan and North Carolina, Trump winning North Carolina, Biden winning Michigan. I think that this is more so for argument's sake. I think that that Rust Belt, those two Wisconsin, Michigan states, Trump, I don't think Trump will win both. Biden will win at least one of them. And since I think Biden is more likely to win Wisconsin, I would, for argument's sake, I think I would give Trump uh, Michigan. Okay. And uh, just so you know, with my map, I gave Trump North Carolina and I gave Joe Biden Wisconsin. I think, I think the only difference between my map and your map is North Carolina. Um, and I do want to give Trump Wisconsin, but you did give a good argument about it. Um, and then, you know, Joe Biden given, getting one of these states. But even if he gets one of those states, I have Trump clinching 276 already. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I and I'll say going to our last state of Pennsylvania, as I indicated from the beginning of the program, I think that that is Biden territory, just as Florida is Trump territory. So my my final projection as of right now is Biden 278, Trump 260 of the five states that we were talking about. I have Biden taking three of them. I believe you have Trump. I mean, I don't know how you have Pennsylvania listed. I just gave I just gave Pennsylvania to Biden. Okay, so, so our like, only like, difference Biden, really like I only gave it to Biden because on my map I have Trump at two seventy six. So it's like it doesn't matter at that point. So our only difference really is North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. And again, the one thing that I could see flip it, I could see my prediction with Michigan flipping and North Carolina go, like I could see Michigan going blue, North Carolina going uh, going red. But mm-hmm. more so for argument's sake, it's like, well, I feel good today. I feel pretty good about North Carolina. Don't feel as good about Michigan. I'll wake up maybe to, uh, you know, tomorrow and maybe think differently. But that is my. Is, uh, I also think that this is basically based off of turnout being great for Democrats. Like, I think that turnout being great for Democrats is, is the map that you just sent. I think that if the Republican has a disproportionate turnout on Election Day in Pennsylvania, Michigan and Wisconsin, I think it could be an electoral massacre. Sim, I think it, it won't be worse than than Clinton against Trump. Mm-hmm. But if there, if look, if Democrats don't turn out, then I'm sure, like, there's a good chance that that will happen again. Yeah, I think the Democrats, I think I, if if Democrats have a mail-in ballot or want to vote, or like they, they need to get those ballots delivered as quickly as they can, and if they plan to vote. If, Demo- if Democrats don't show up and don't have the turnout that they need in these places, then yeah, 
Sure. Mm -hmm. Like my map I have is Trump at 290, more more likely than than 276. Um, that's my map. Because of him losing Wisconsin and um... uh, no, because of him winning Wisconsin and Joe Biden taking Michigan. Ah, gotcha. Oh, so you yeah. you 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 have Biden take Michigan and Trump winning Wisconsin. I do. Got it. Okay. Yeah, and honestly, I could see those two flipped as well. I think that those, you know, it's tough at this point. Those five could really go either way. If you told mm-hmm. me that Arizona went Biden, I wouldn't be blown away. If you told yeah. me that if, if, if you told me that Pennsylvania <laughs> ended up going Trump again, I wouldn't be I as wouldn't blown be away. Either. Yeah. Because he did it like he did it last time. And if the Democrats are serious about winning this election, they need to turn out. Yeah, for sure. I, I do think it's a base election. I think there's not that many undecided and many independents who don't know whether who they're voting for. I think at this point, you need people to turn out. I do think Democrats made a severe mistake. And you know what that severe mistake was? I'm not sure yet. I, I think the severe mistake was doubling down on this mail-in and absentee voting. Um, I think you I think you scared your own voters to go into the polls. Yeah, but at the same time, we've also made it easier for people to vote. Where? What do you mean? Where, where, where does it count? Like, like where? Like, what do you mean? Where? Like, you made it easier to vote where? States, it depends on the state you're in. Meaning, like, I mean, specifically, you know, you could take a look at New Jersey. Everyone was sent a mail-in ballot. Yeah, but New Jersey doesn't count. New Jersey doesn't. I mean, it counts, but like. Well, like I mean, you, 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 you asked me where we made it easier to vote. I think it was easier to vote in New Jersey because everyone was just sent a mail-in ballot. Yeah, but I mean, I'm talking about with winning the election. Like, like in the places that you need to win the election, yeah, I don't think... You, I, think I think, look, you, I, at the end of the day, I think Democrats had to do it. I think people had to make the push. For, and, you know, it's not only, you know blue states that are making the push like there's there's plenty of states that were red last time that are emphasizing mail-in ballots mm-hmm. um you know and and you know there's um his, his I, I, I think i i think yeah. i think they were more concerned about since democrats are more likely to not want to vote in person because of covid 19 you have to make sure you, you and regardless of party you need to make sure that every single person has the ability to vote to vote the way they want to vote mm-hmm. and so if if, if that involves make sure that everyone can get a mail-in or absentee ballot and vote early. And you do that. That, that That's why you have North Carolina that's been doing in-person vote, uh, voting early and vote by mail uh, for the past several weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I just, now we're going into campaign strategy and, you know, dissecting uh, which, wh- wh- what's going right for each party, what's going wrong for each party. And, and um, if one candidate wins, what went wrong and what went right? For, uh, and then, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I think, I think Democrats are turning out if, if mail-in voting where they need, where, 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 where they don't necessarily need to be turning out with mail-in voting. You know what I mean? I think they're turning out where it really doesn't matter. They're turning out in these places that are heavily blue, who are heavily, you know, people are dressing up their Halloween costume is as a mail-in ballot because it becomes so politicized where like it's the Democrat thing to do like a mail-in okay. ballot all of a sudden, you know, because okay. like Trump said, Trump said all these mail-in ballots, like Trump's against mail-in ballots and all of a sudden the Democrats are the party of mail-in ballots, you know, um, it becomes like the mask versus not mask. 
it's all become like become like that you know so so politically divisive um um i don't, I don't know that's, that's <clears throat> i don't know if that's necessarily true i think that the problem is you have we have a president that is trying to do everything he can to delegitimize whatever will be the result of this election i think that you I mean, have beyond moment, that you you have well no no, no it's a, you you can't like this is the crux of the issue because if you had somebody in office that wasn't going after mail and balling, going out, going after the legitimacy of the election, it wouldn't be as politicized. It would just be because there have been states for years that just do mail in voting. Like or, Oregon is one of those states. And ever, ever. And I believe the way it works, that every single person gets a mail in ballot and that's how they vote. But we have a president right now that is trying to delegitimize that process and saying, oh, there's so much fraud that occurs when that's actually statistically just not 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 true. And, well, you have, and, you, and yeah. you have states and you have states that have successfully, you know, conducted these systems for years. So that's yeah, well, why if, if go... we're talking about politicizing mail-in yeah. ballots that look no further than the White House. The point is, uh, I'm going to start talking about the world that we live in and not where we want it, where we want it to be, but where it is. And what it, where it is, is that mail-in ballots have become a political issue where Democrats tend to favor mail-in ballots more so than Republicans do. Republicans- and I, I don't think that's new. I really don't. But it's become exacerbated. As, well, I mean, we, we've really been saying it the whole program. Who's more yes. likely to vote by mail-in? And it's always been, it's always been, de- I mean, I should well, say- I think, always, I think has been exacerbated been in 2020. But it definitely has been exacerbated. If you look at Pennsylvania on how this, like, disproportionately Democrats are mailing in ballots versus Republicans. You can look no, no further to these news stories about mail-in ballots being dumped in a river and all this stuff. I, so, I disagree. I disagree. I think that if, and, and sure, maybe some people will be impacted by, um, by seeing articles like that. And maybe, yeah. and you know, I'm sure that would encourage people to try to vote, you know, some people even, may even look if at it's that small, say, even, even if it's a small number of things happening that's going wrong, even if it's statistically, you say it doesn't make a difference. I think that a point does make a difference. But even if you say it statistically doesn't make a difference, I think that- point, but I, it, 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 it also has, ne- voter fraud has never measured anywhere close to 1%. Listen, so you're saying one saying, point, like, but that's just, it. I, I, I understand though, any, any, any voter fraud is serious yeah. and should be taken seriously, of course. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, with that being said, if someone sees on the news that, you know, certain stuff is happening with the with a mail-in ballot and they say, you know what, I don't trust this, I'm gonna go in person. You know, a lot of Democrats feel that way too. I mean, like some some Democrats don't like would rather just see their ballot going in the person. You know, that's just how it is. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, look, for um, me, when 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 I was at Rutgers, I did a mail-in ballot and I vote I voted by mail on several occasions. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, and not only just for the, you know, you feel better about doing it yourself in person, but, you know, yeah. it's, I view it as an experience going, going into the machine and pushing the button, you know, you do it as a kid and it was fun with your parents and now you're doing it yourself. Like it's, it, part of it is the experience for me, but so I do want to emphasize that. What's that? Are you admitting to voter fraud right now? You voted as a kid? <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go in there. I'd be like, yeah, I'm 18. Yeah, push the button. No, like, and I you, think you, that, um, you and your mom vote? <laughs> absolutely. And I, you know, I, I, um, you know, and those kind of experiences were fun. But I think, um, you know, part, so for me, part of it was more so the experience. And I think people should know that voting by mail and absentee voting and voting early are safe methods of voting. No one should be discouraged from voting by mail if they would like to vote by mail. Right. Sure. Um, I prefer early. I, I personally 
would like to just one person but yeah sure uh, sure and i and and that's to people should vote the way that they feel most comfortable this election and they mm-hmm. should feel they should feel safe doing it whether it's by mail at this point you need to take it to your uh, you know you you need to take it to the ballot boxes in wh- wherever they are in your community because has Pennsylvania it, ever had mail-in voting i mean yeah i mean most states you can request a um you can yeah. request an absentee. It varies by um, state. Some states require an excuse as to why. Yeah. Some states don't. Some states you can just get it automatically. But yeah, I feel like Pennsylvania is traditionally an in-person thing. Most um, states are traditionally in-person, but you can request a mail-in ballot. But the whole point is this. The whole point is this. If if Democrats have an issue with turnout on election day, it's going to be because of that. It's going to be because of a they didn't have a ground game, they didn't have enough people showing up to the polls, and that um, potentially their mail-in absentee ballots cannibalized any potential gains that they would have had. I don't. I don't think it's polls. about cannibalizing because as long as they're getting the total votes and that they need to, it doesn't matter when or how they're getting them. As long as they're getting them, I think the point. So you just people are back, afraid. I, people are not willing to go outside to go vote. Um. People, like people are legitimately not going to vote. I think that number would be small because I think that, again, those people that are too afraid to go outside, as if, if they're likely voters, which is, you know, who's being polled and who's likely going to vote, they're comfortable, they're more comfortable voting by mail mm-hmm. than they are, you know, you, you just stick it out of your mailbox and it, it can, it, it can. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, like people like who, people who haven't, who haven't got, who haven't like requested a mail-in ballot or. They're just not motivated to go out or anything like that. Well, I mean, the, like, it's likely it's likely that those people who were not motivated to request a mail ballot were likely not going to vote in person either. That's my opinion. Probably, probably. Uh, but um, yeah, but I think that um, and also but no, wait, obstacles. wait, and I, I and actually, something the point that you said that I was going to agree with is if the Democrats lose, it's because the ground game failed. Because yeah. I think that if any if anything, voting by mail. And speaking from a local campaign standpoint, is a great thing for Democrats and really for Republicans too, because it allows you to track, all right, who's already some, you know, who's already voted, and whose votes still need to be, you know, still need to go to the, you know, still like having, who has requested a mail-in ballot that has not yet been submitted, and how can right. we reach those people and make sure that they get out and vote? So if anything, it's statistically good for both parties because you can see where the votes are coming from and where they're weaker the thing is so the, the, pro- the democrats so, so really yeah. what you what, what you said is right if the democrats lose it's a ground game issue yes i, I and i think because that it's a ground game issue they doubled down on the mail-in voting they think they thought mail-in voting was going to um counterbalance any lack of ground game or lack of turnout they would have in person that's what i think because because they they purposely did not invest that much in a ground game in Florida, in Pennsylvania, in in uh, Arizona. They have not invested the amount of ground game that the RNC has. That's a fact. The RNC has over two million more people on the ground than the DNC. Period. So okay. yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not aware of those figures, but sure, okay. Yeah, um, Ron McDaniel likes to spat it on Fox News all the time. So. <laughs> oh, 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 Fox News. Very Ronald good. Daniel, Very good. When, when they when they come on when they come on and give you their statistics. I mean you can't argue the fact that you know the how fact many that it's taking you this long to cite Fox News is astounding. <sighs> Listen, um, that's what I think is gonna I think that's what's gonna play out. I think that if Democrats lose, 
is going because of the lack of the ground game, the over-reliance on mail-in voting, and so on and so on. Um, that's just how I see it. And I, I, I would half agree with that. Yeah. Um, as for Donald Trump, if he loses, let's, let's, go, let's go this way. If Joe Biden wins, what is it, why did he win? He won because of a strong ground game and being able to bring back the blue wall. Okay. Hey, Frozen? No, I'm just, I'm just shocked for a minute. You say because he had a good ground game? Well, I'm saying if he – I'm answer. It, it literally looked like you were frozen for a second. Um, if he um, – well, yeah, sure. If, if he won, it means that the ground game worked, and it means that he brought back the blue wall. You're, you're, you're asking what it would take for him to win. A, a good ground game is what it would take. So okay. if so if he wins, it means that his ground game worked. You mean the lack of you mean lack of their ground game. He doesn't have a ground game. What do you mean? Well, every every campaign has a ground game. What I'm saying is, you see, I don't understand. You see, it's I'm trying to answer your question. You're saying, oh well, that's crazy. It's not. It's not unrealistic to say if he won, it's because his uh -huh. ground whatever his ground strategy is worked. What is his ground strategy? I don't work for the campaign. I don't know. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. I don't. Um, well, I don't know. I don't think like you know the the ground strat. Like if you're asking from the local level, it's to yeah. track down all the mail and ballots that you can and the people that haven't voted or your likely voters and to get them to the polls. In terms of like that's the general strategy for most campaigns, if not all of them. Now, in terms of what the specific strategy is, state by state, or how much resources they've invested in each state, I've I have no idea. Okay. I don't know. But what, what I'm in answering your question, if Biden wins, it's because the ground game worked. And that's a fact because you can't win without the ground game being successful. And it's likely because he brought back some, if not all, the blue wall. Of you could have a terrible ground game and still win. I, I disagree. Look at 2016. Hillary Clinton had a fantastic ground game. Had way yeah, more money. Had a bigger infrastructure, and she still lost. Well, sure, but I again, but in answering your question, and yeah, and in answering your question, I th I think for Biden to win, the ground game needs to work, and it will okay. need to, you know, I, I don't even know that necessarily even needs to be. I, I I never said that it needs to be better than Donald Trump's, but I think his ground strategy needs to work in terms of you know we're seeing that he's up in mo in a lot of these polls. And if the ground game works, that means that they should maintain some of those margins. I think if Joe Biden wins, it's because I think it's the opposite. I think that it's because of the Republicans' inability to turn out at, at numbers that they need to turn out. I think that um, I think that the Democrat numbers are where they are. Uh, I don't think it's changing anything, um, and they're not going to turn out uh, at record-breaking numbers on election day, um, I think the, the disproportionately is going to be a Republican turnout. It depends on how much of a turnout Republicans. And you see, out. I differ a little bit because I think it's, I think it's more likely that Democrats have an unexpectedly high turnout on election day than Republicans simply not meeting their, their typical turnout thresholds. Like, I think it's more likely that Democrats outperform what the numbers are saying right now that they will be. 
rather than just saying Republicans just aren't going to turn out. I think Republicans will turn out. And that's why Democrats need to turn out, uh, you know, turn out to the polls because it will sway the election. So any Democrat that didn't want to vote early, they need to vote in person. All right. See, here's the thing. Here's the same way how I think that Democrats need to have a margin, a certain margin in mail-in and absentee ballots right now. Republicans need a margin on election day. Right. Yeah, no, sure, sure, sure. And what I'm saying is I still think Republicans are going to turn out in big numbers. And I'm not saying it depends on the margin. And well, you know, and I'm not saying and I wouldn't fault the margin being lower than expected at the hands of Republicans. I would fault it at Democrats being able to turn out more people. So even even if you have the you may have the Republican turnout that you expect, but if the Democratic turnout or unaffiliated voters or other voters for Biden turn out, that would that would proportionally increase the de- or, um decrease the Republican share of in-person voting. So okay. I think I think we're arguing the same thing, but for different reasons. Different reasons I'm saying, yeah, I think so. I'm saying, what's that? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying that it, I'm saying that the whole election really hinges on what the turnout is going to, you know, uh, the ground game. But a part of that ground game for Biden, I guess what I'm trying to say is what the what the election is a turnout is going to be for Democrats. Because I think no matter what Republicans are turning out, it's about the Biden supporters that may or may not turn out or may or may not. Do you have think, their votes count. Do you think the, the lack of attendance or small campaign stops that Biden is doing has had an impact on uh, motivation in these, these background states? I doubt it. Okay. Uh, all right. I didn't hear what you say about if, if Donald Trump wins. If Donald Trump wins, why did he win? Um, I think it's the same reason, but the opposite. I think that if, if um, it really comes down to the Biden ground game ability to encourage turnout and to get turnout where and when they need it. If the, it, it just means that the Trump ground game was so much better than Biden's that um, Biden would just not be able to get the turnout that he needs to maintain some of the leads that he has. So I think a lot of it hinges on the Biden ground game, because I think that there is more support for Biden out there, just pop popular vote wise, but it just depends on getting them to turn out the vote. At the right, in the right places, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, all, all this hinges on the right places. You need the right margins, but like, I think all of the, I think the Republicans are turning out on election day. That's why if if you're a Democrat, you need to turn out because the margins that you're seeing right now in early voting, if you're looking at them, are going to be very different. We're not going to know who won the election probably for a, at least we're not going to know until Thursday, or or and, 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 until until Wednesday midday. Are you after. saying? Are you saying, all right, there's a difference between knowing who won the election and like the cable news certifying it or like. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. In terms of certification of the elections definitely won't happen for weeks and potentially months. I mean, I'm talking about like the like CNN projects. Oh, the project. We should have, in my opinion, we will have some sort of definitive projection. I think Thursday is when we will know something very definitive. I think Wednesday we will have a good idea. I think Thursday is when, and this is just me guessing. I'm not. I mean, I mean, like, like say, like say, if, right, for example, there's there's two two scenarios here. So the scenario in which, like me and you, look at the screen and we look at the maps and saying, all right, this is basically over. Like just call it already. And then the scenario of where the the broadcasters refuse to call it or like wait a couple of days. I'm saying, what? When do you think? 
in your gut, you're going to know who won this election and then versus when they actually project it. Probably. Um, it's, it's, it's not very different, but probably Wednesday night or Thursday midday. I think that's the range when we will have a good idea because again, some of these states are going to be really close and we don't know how quickly the votes are going to come in. If I'm optimistic, I would say Wednesday evening, we should have a good idea. But again, we have, I have no idea how the vote counts are going to go. Cause I think that, you know, it's, it's just going to be, each state operates differently. And that I think is going to be the problem. So it's really, it's a matter of trying to dissect each state's process. When, what have they already counted? When are they counting it? How long is it going to take? And yeah, at the like end of the day, all those margins are going to be really close. Yeah. Like for example, Pennsylvania counts uh, votes, uh, votes in person first, and then they start counting mail-in ballots while Florida starts counting the mail-in ballots first and then in-person ballots. So that's a big yeah, sure. difference. So, that, so, so you can, you'll, you'll, you'll probably see a, uh, a Trump lead in Pennsylvania by like a lot at the early parts of the night. And then it'll, it'll get a lot closer. Towards, yeah, and again, and, and again, Akeen, and I, and I think you're, I think you're right. And as I, as I think we both agree, it just depends on how long it takes to count up all these votes. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, it, that's the problem. It is going to be a time consuming process. And we just, we have no way of knowing how long that process you know it's unprecedented it's it's going well, to take a long time well here's my prediction i don't think i think you're going to know based off of i think they have they can calculate how many mail-in ballots are left and the math of how much you would need out of those mail-in ballots to win and yada 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 and they look at the exit polls and see of those things you know what's the likelihood of you actually getting that ballot you need i think they'll we we i should know by uh 3 a.m on election night by three wednesday morning what would you say? Three a.m. Three a.m. I don't think that's unrealistic. I think I think we'll see. Maybe you're exactly right. We also could be. I feel like it's not going to be an in the middle thing. We're either going to have a good idea or we're going to have no idea. It's going to be like okay, none of the mail-in ballots are counted. We're just, you know yeah, whatever. It's going to be like Iowa caucus situation. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. And people need to make sure. And that's why I'm saying leadership on this issue is critical because. People need some sort of confidence that the process is going to work. That's why mm-hmm. hopefully the president and uh, former vice president will be able to um, come to some. And I, I, this is this is now this speaking of unrealistic, this is unrealistic. Come to some sort of terms that neither candidate is going to concede or declare victory on election night. But unfortunately, right. I think that will happen. I think that it'll leave voters. Not confused because I do think that the American people are smart enough to know, and I think that two out of three voters right now—I forget the poll, excuse me—but I think I think I read that two out of three voters understand that we won't know the results on election night, and mm-hmm. have accepted that as okay. So I think I think that's actually a really good thing. That's ahead of where I thought we would be. So I'm actually, you know, as long as we continue to tell people to level expectations about where we expect to be on election night, and don't don't worry about you know if if Biden is way down in Pennsylvania at first or if he's way up in Wisconsin at first or whatever the case may be, everything's going to end up somewhat leveling out. Sure. Sure. Okay. I mean that's a good uh, good sentiment to have. 
I will I will call you. How 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 would make a deal? Okay. When I think, if if I think that Trump or Biden is losing, I'm gonna call you to concede. <laughs> I know. How, how about this? How, how about this? At the point where if if I'm in the Biden camp and you're in the Trump camp, I will we. At the I, point and I'm not saying. We, and I'm not saying. Excuse me. Just to be clear. I'm not saying I'm on any camp, folks. Oh come on. We'll. Oh, I'm a neutral party. Boom. I've been neutral this entire podcast. I, I just pushed back on some like things you said, but like I've been neutral. Well, no, no, we 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 all know where you stand, and that's fine. So like, let's just say, yeah, we we both know who we're supporting. So let's say that if the person that we are supporting has to concede, you know, is looks like it's over, we will concede to the. I would happily concede to you at the point if I if I think Biden has no chance in winning anymore. I would happily concede to you uh, and, and and congratulate you on a on a hard fought you uh, campaign. You, you don't have to congratulate me. You just got to say I was right about the election. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. You could just whatever. But uh, I'll I, I congratulate. Do, I do like, I'll say you're right. So would you do the same for me? Of course, I'll call you. I'll, I'll say, hey, you do. You're right. Joe Biden won. Yeah. I, I I I'm I'm in the mindset that. You know, I think it's going to be a close election. I think it's I fifty fifty shot. If absolutely, I had to, absolutely. If I, yeah, if I had to guess, I I think Donald Trump is in a better position as an incumbent and as uh, a person that has to def- like who had who has more to work with electorally than Joe Biden. Joe Biden literally has to campaign in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan, Pennsylvania. Something a Democrat never had to do. Yeah, I would agree. So that's where it is. Um, well, and that, with that being said, thank you all for sticking with us with this long, long Golden Goose podcast. This has been America's Choice 2020. Get out and vote November 3rd. Stay golden. Bye.